Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So today, I'm super excited to share with you a holistic nutritionist and blogger from my area, Portland, Oregon. Her name is Allie. So welcome to the podcast, Allie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So you are holistic nutritionist. And today, I don't know, Kelsey, are you excited about the topic? Because I am. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. This is my favorite topic. I love nutrition. And we love I love talking to people who love nutrition just as much as I do. So it will be fun to have this conversation. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about basically the two things are packaged foods and the Natural Products Expo West, which are two really big like topics here. Um, and they're really good ones. So first, Ali, you're a holistic nutritionist. So let's dig into that first because I want to get to know you. Where did you all start? Yeah. yeah. So yes, I'm um, a certified holistic nutritionist in the state of Oregon. Um, but really, food has just always been my jam. Um, I grew up in a very food focused family, I guess you could say both my parents and my grandparents own restaurants. So literally born into the industry. Um, so whether you know we're going out to eat, we're cooking at home, we're exploring new restaurants in a new city, everything has just always revolved around food. Um, and I've always been super into it. And it's funny because people always thought that I would be the one to take over one of the family businesses, if anybody. And that's probably not going to happen. But it's just always been a passion of mine. Um, and also growing up, I was an athlete. And so nutrition played a huge role in that. And I just naturally became interested in it and learning more about it. Um, what but kind of I, restaurants? What kind of restaurants? Yeah. So my grandparents started a restaurant. It was more just like a lunch dinner cool. kind of deal. Yeah. They're all in the Midwest and they opened four. And then my mom, when I was in high school, they opened a brunch place. So it was always her dream after my grandpa kind of following his footsteps to open this little bakery, um, breakfast, lunch, cafe kind of place. So now my parents have three of those. And I grew up working in them. And now it's fun because I recipe developed for them and definitely stay connected. So it's a lot of fun. That's oh, cool. So cool. How did you, so you've always loved food, but how did the nutrition aspect come into play? Yeah, so I went to college for health and exercise science, um, and it wasn't until after college and working in the field a little bit that I realized I could be helping people in a much bigger way. Like, I just felt like nutrition had such a big role, and it totally does, and I just, and I felt like exercise, of course, is still a huge component, but it was more so the food that I, that I could really hone in with people and 
Um, I guess with my experience when I, after being an athlete and I got into bodybuilding, I truly understood that you have control of what your body is made out of. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, I got to do more with this. And I just decided to go back and finally get my master's in nutrition. Um, so that's kind of where, you know, from like a college standpoint and, um, everything. That's how I guess it all came about. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that is cool. And have you always loved nutrition? Like, has, have you always been like a healthy eater or is that some, like the way you grew up or is that, did that develop over time? It's funny. I thought I was a healthy eater growing up and now I'm like, you know, having like bags of granola all the time and living on granola bars and protein bars. And I just have realized how much of my life was from packaged foods. And we ate really well. I mean, my mom cooked breakfast, she packed lunch, she had snacks made, she had dinner on the table every night. Um, We ate really well, but not in the same way as I see food and nutrition now. So Yes, I've always been interested in it, but it's probably not always been the best. And I think you go through different phases, of course, as you learn and you grow as a person, too. So, um, you know, everyone's journey is different. And I went through a lot of gut health issues when I was younger, um, everything from depression to anxiety, and it was all related to what I was putting my body. So, Um, definitely my interest has grown. That's for sure. And like I'm saying, it's definitely my diet has shifted in different ways. So yeah. That's so cool that you say shifted because that's your name, Shifting Nutrition. And I think (laughs) I was literally like going to ask you like, oh, where did Shifting Nutrition come from? Yeah, it's fun. That's exactly the idea behind it. And it's simply shifting what you're doing. So both in your mindset around food and actually what you're eating and putting into your body. Um, And so, yeah, that is where the idea, like the idea of Shifting Nutrition came from. And I think a lot of people... They get caught up on working with a nutritionist. They're going to have to cut out all these foods. They can't eat certain things. They can't enjoy the foods they love when really it's just, again, a shift in those foods and how much of those foods that you're eating, where those foods are coming from. Um, And so I think shifting is like a really good way to put it other than, you know, turning your life upside down, which again is what a lot of people think is going to happen. Um, Yeah, I totally agree with you on that, too, because like as a nutritionist, too, and a health coach for many people as well, like like you, um, I love the word shifting now. I feel like I'm going to use it all the time because like what I always talk about is changing mindsets and just like building healthier habits on top of habits. And I think that's like the same kind of shift that you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And it's like yeah, a lot of people come into it thinking it's like a ginormous thing, but it's like really just like you got to take it back to the simplest of things. And um, I think that's a huge concept for people is simplicity. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's what my little hashtag and everything that I use is keep it simple. And that's I bring everything back to the roots of simplicity, meaning even like the roots of our ancestors, like they ate the most 
basic, clean, wholesome, nutrient-dense diet that you can. And so I just take people back there and I just, I do, I just make things simple. So having that as a base just really means all my recipes are simple, all the concepts are simple. I really just try and keep like a lot of the fad dieting and, you know, what, what people should be doing, like just keeping the mind simple about it. It just, I just see it works. Like it just works for people when it's all simple. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Totally. Yeah. No, that's good. I think that's a good mindset and that helps people. Cause I think a lot of people are, are scared to yes. go into health and nutrition, all those things. There's a lot of fear. And if they were coming to you or Morgan or whatever, and knowing that it's simple and sticking to whole foods and not having to worry about, I need this many calories or this many carbs and all those different things. And um, just, yeah, keeping it simple and knowing it's not this big daunting thing. I think that's important. Yeah. And that's what everyone eats. So everyone thinks and when they find what works for them, they just want to share it and they think right. everyone should do it. And really, again, it's your own journey. And that's why we're all so individual and it's finding what works best for that individual, that person. And that's really what I go after every single person that I work with. It's so individualized. Um, but yeah, I also just think there's no one bad food. There's no food that is the biggest culprit. You know, carbs don't make us fat. Fat doesn't make us gain weight. We need all of those. Those are crucial macronutrients for life. And so again, just coming back to that as the big picture and not getting so tripped up on the calories and the counting and living within all these numbers, but just like we're saying, keeping it simple and just sticking to the whole, the whole foods themselves. Um, it can do amazing things for you. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Like exactly what you said, the whole everybody eats thing. I always talk about like at work, I'm like, this is a longevity thing. Like you got to keep it simple. Otherwise, how long is it going to last? <laughs> it's exactly. Like basics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that you just like did a dance. <laughs> I know you guys can't see that, but yes, she's dancing. I get so excited when people are on the same page. I just love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling we would all be very similar before <laughs> meeting here. <laughs> I, I just love it. And I love, I don't know, because there's, there's like we're saying, there's so much out there and people get so confused. And I also, a big part of my practice is just teaching. Mm -hmm. And yes, I give them meal plans and I lay everything out for them. And again, I make it as easy and simple as possible, but I also am explaining why we're doing things. And, you know, my next big thing coming up is a spring cleanse. And so what is that actually? Like, why do we cleanse? Why are, you know, these detoxes, you know, a thing, and they're always going to be a thing. They always have been too. So, um, but yeah, the teaching around it, I think, again, it comes entirely back to the mindset. Like if you know why you're eating certain things and not other things, rather than don't, you know, eat something telling me, you know, no, I'm not going to eat this, whatever, whatever. And you turn around and that's probably what they're eating. Anyways, it's the whole part of understanding. I guess. Yeah. 
So I feel like understanding too and like teaching that is so huge these days too. As and like a big part of like us as nutritionists and like health coaches too is more because I feel like people are so um I mean there's all this emotional health talk right these days and with food comes like I mean the thing that I see the most is shame with it too and so I feel like when teaching like that too it's just like a big part of um just giving people the knowledge of like the why behind it so that's super cool I love that you like pinpointed on um nutrition being just a lot of teaching and I feel like too with like um people that aren't nutritionists like us too, like even the simplest forms of nutrition, like what works for you and just taking that knowledge and like spreading it to everybody around us is huge too. Like a huge thing of like support and like no shame. (laughs) Right. No shame. Hashtag no shame. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Totally. I love that. Um, I think that's a good segue though into, (laughs) we could talk about this all day. I know. I feel like Totally. But, um, yeah, packaged foods. Okay, well, <laughs> I want to ask, what's your take? I, let's see. Well, I think there's good and there's bad to them, honestly. I don't think we need them, but they definitely keep us well-balanced. They keep the diet mentality away when we can still enjoy them. It mm-hmm. definitely comes down to what they're made out of. Um, the, again, the more simple the ingredients, obviously, the better the body is going to respond. Um, I try and stay away from and guide people to also stay away from anything that they don't recognize, their body is not going to recognize. So even if you can say sodium bicarbonate, if you don't know why it's there, again, neither will your body. And so those things, the fillers, the artificials, um, you know, the extra flavorings, All those things get stuck in our bodies and they're very hard to get out and our bodies have no idea what to do with them. And so then when those are in the way, the body stops functioning as it should and we get super nutrient depleted because we can't absorb all these, the good things, you know, from our fruits and our vegetables and our whole foods um, if we're eating these packaged foods even alongside them. Um, So I guess that's kind of my take on it. I do think, like I said, there's better items out there um, that we can still enjoy from time to time. Well, and what types of things for someone who's sitting here like looking and being like, crap, all I eat is packaged foods. Like what types of things would you say to maybe look for or actually what types of things would you say to avoid? Or I guess you said that with sodium bicarbonate, but are there like, I mean, obviously not just that one, but <laughs> but just like what kinds of things should someone be looking for in a packaged food that maybe make it a better choice? That's ingredients, ingredients wise. So the, yeah, definitely ingredients, like the biggest things that I always look for, number one, um, are the oils. The oils are can very, very damaging on a cellular layer. Um, and Our cells are made out of fats and they absorb many, many things. So we want them to be strong and to be absorbing the right things, meaning all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the nutrients that we need, rather than these chemicals and these toxins. So those fats, if it damages the cell, it goes in a very bad direction. 
Um, so oils for me are number one. I definitely look at sugars in artificial sugars. There are so many names for sugars. And a little hint for people is anything that ends in O-S-E is a sugar. So sucrose, sucralose, dextrose, any of those things. And you'll, the list goes on and on. But that's kind of an easy way to just push those aside and know what they actually are. And then I also watch out for all the gums and the filler ingredients. Um, these can be things like um, locust bean gum or guar gum, especially if you have some digestive upset, like if you are struggling with digestive symptoms at all. These could be very, cause a lot of um, inflammation and pain, really. Um, so those are another big thing to watch out for. Um, but really, when you're looking for like a good package item, I really get excited when it's made with alternative flowers, something like coconut or almond or cassava flour. And then your good beneficial oils are going to be like coconut or avocado. Um, and then you also, I look for like some fresh and organic seasonings too. So again, um, trying to get after the realest, <laughs> if that's even a word, food that it can be made out of for sure. What would you say to someone who, so I guess about natural flavors, because that's something that's on the back of a lot of things. And um, I know that that can mean a lot of things too, as to what natural flavoring is. And it sounds fine on the package. Right. Oh, it's natural. But what would you have to say about that? It's still an artificial ingredient, right? It's not, it's, if they're not telling you what it is, why aren't they telling you? If, you know, if it was flavored with pineapple, it should say like organic pineapple juice, right. not a flavoring that was made in a lab that tastes like pineapple. Um, and so I, it's really tricky and it's a very, it's like the last thing that I, it really comes down to the product can be super clean and then it has the net, even it'll say natural maple syrup, you know, it, like maple syrup flavoring. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really not the same thing. So it does. That one definitely gets tricky yeah. for sure. Yeah. What would you say about two? I actually had someone ask me the other day on, um, like looking at the macronutrients on like say a food bar um she actually asked me hey what do you think about this food bar for it being a really kind of good natural brand or organic brand the um the sugars kind of look high and i guess that's not really necessarily like a macronutrient but she was looking at the nutrient like the nutrition of this bar and she noticed oh the sugars look high um, although it was coming from a source of dates or honey. What would you say on that? So I think those those bars are like the ones that are made, yeah, with five ingredients and they're all supernatural and it's dates and like you're saying, just a couple other things. Um, it depends on the person and it, I think it also depends on when they eat them. Um, meaning if they are trying to lose weight and... Um, you know, have some blood sugar imbalances, probably putting 12 to 17 grams of sugar per 
bar, which is probably going to be a snack, is not going to be the best choice. Um, but you know, if you're an athlete that's kind of bouncing off the walls or you have a really demanding job that you are moving all day long, that's going to be a great spike in energy and you're going to metabolize those sugars a lot differently, um, say than someone even who's a little bit more sedentary or again, probably won't utilize those sugars the same. That's good. Thanks. Cause that's what I said. (laughs) I'm Good. Glad you guys brought you brought up the blood sugar spike about that because that was something that kind of when I was first getting into my health and wellness journey and everything and becoming gluten free and all the things, um, I would eat a bars that were primarily date um, sweetened, and I remember eating those as a snack, and all they did is like wreak havoc on my blood sugar. Like it was not, it didn't, for me at that time, it didn't work. And now it's like better, but I think that's important for you to mention about your blood sugar because I think that that's something that it is a healthier option, but it's not going to work for everyone at the same, the right time. And so if they're eating half it, it could be a lot better. If you're pairing it with like yogurt, your digestive system is going to handle it a lot differently. It's also depends on how much fiber is in the bar. So say it's made, you know, dates have a good amount of fiber. So do prunes, not that we see prunes used a lot in those kinds of things, but it will actually slow down the rate of carbs and how it's digested in the body. But coming back to even if you're having half of that, again, with some yogurt and some fresh berries and cinnamon is going to be a lot better than just having that full bar. You're going to last a lot longer with that snack. Um, It's going to keep you fuller is what I'm trying to say, fuller for longer. Um, And you're not going to feel that spike. So the cravings aren't going to come on, um, you know, getting hangry, that kind of thing. I love that you brought up fiber, too, because that's something that I tell a lot of people to look at, too, when shopping for packaged foods, is fiber is something that a lot of people don't talk about and a lot of people lack, of, Yeah, you know? So um, what would your, I guess, tips on fiber be, kind of? Yeah, like you're saying, that's definitely, after I'm looking at the ingredients and I actually look up towards the nutrition label, that is like the one of the number one things that I'm looking at is the fiber content. Um, and so mo- the more, the better, honestly, like for an average woman, you need like 35 plus grams a day and a lot, most of us don't get that. Um, and so if you can find a bar that's higher, for sure, that's definitely the goal so yeah and then I love that Kelsey also you brought up gluten-free and I know one of our questions on here is like something about that yes keep going market labels yes (laughs) oh my gosh they get (laughs) so yeah all the freeze gluten-free dairy-free soy-free it's the first thing that catches your eye on a package And it really doesn't matter. I mean, all it's meant to do is for you to literally grab it off the shelf. And so you don't want to get tripped up by that and literally just turn it around and actually see what it's made out of. I mean, there's like really tricky things too when it comes to the packaging. Um, And that some, some of those ingredients people still think are healthy and they're not. Um, And so, yeah, but the front... The front is the worst part about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's so funny because yeah, a lot of people, it's so easy too. And before I even like went to school to be like a nutritionist, I was the same way. I was like, oh, but it's dairy free. Like, oh, but do you see all these other ingredients that you have no idea what are like on the ingredients list that are like the first ingredient too. Like, right. Especially with the dairy free. Like I get this a lot with the yogurt. A lot of people choose to go dairy free. I mean, only 30% of our human population can even digest dairy. Um, and so most people, when they take it out, they have a really good response simply because of that. And they can't break down the lactose. Um, but with something like yogurt and they choose alternatives, just like you're saying, they're trying to make this alternative tastes like the real thing stay together, have the texture like the real thing, and they're pumping all these artificials and sugars and product in there um, when really, even if you have a negative reaction to dairy, you most likely would do better with the real thing than the alternative. There Again, there's some better alternatives out there. Um, Oregon actually just got one of my favorites. It's called Lava. Have you had it yet? No. I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Speaking of Expo, and I know we're going to talk about that later, but that was one of my favorite things I found. It's a coconut based um, yogurt and it's L-A-V-V-A and it's an East Coast product actually. Um, and so it's just now making its way out here, but I literally like screamed and jumped for joy the other day when I saw it in the grocery store. Um, it's oh my delicious. gosh, where did you see it? I found it at Market of Choice. I'm going to go there and get it now. So, and I think it's, I think that's the only place that's carrying it right now. Oh, I'm so excited. I love anything and everything coconut. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, okay. So just to finish off this packaged foods, I feel like we could literally go on for days with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kelsey, yes. Um, and so I guess the big point was ingredients, like rounding us, like or rounding about like what we were all saying is just basically look at your ingredients. And so what are some like good ingredients that people should look for when looking at packaged foods? Um, anything like I was saying that your body is going to recognize. So if you know, you know, what that is, um, your body will too, and it will digest it, will utilize it, will absorb it. Um, so anything in its pure form, really, I don't have anything specific to go after, um, to like tell people to look for, but I do have a few that I would love to share that I think people, like I said earlier, still think are healthy and actually can wreak havoc on our body and really be their breaking point. So I would love to share those. Yeah. Um, so one of them is brown rice syrup or agave nectar. Um, people kind of put this in the category of honey and pure maple syrup, um, but it is a man-made sugar. So it's literally crystallized um, and processed at really high heat from rice. So it's it almost ends up pure glucose with a glycemic index of like 98. So it causes huge blood sugar spikes resulting in the headaches, the unwanted, unwanted weight, 
or stubborn weight um, and just massive cravings. Um, so that is definitely one to look out for, like, and all sorts of things, but definitely if you're looking at a bar, any sort of like snack, um, and it's an also can be a cheaper item, meaning they'll use it a lot, um, because it is going to be cheaper than honey or pure maple syrup. Um, another one is maltodextrin, dextrose or cultured dextrose. Um, again, those are sugars. Um, but they can cause a lot of stomach upset. They put the body into this fat storing mo mode. Um, and they cause a lot of like dryness, dampness. So thinking like dry skin, that sort of thing. And just a lot of fatigue. So that is something um, to definitely watch out for. Erythritol is another one of mine that I tell clients a lot because I, I work with them on digestive health and a lot of digestive upset is that is one that will cause you so much abdominal pain. Um, pretty much what it's doing is it's attracting water from your intestines and it causes diarrhea. So, um, but it's, it's flavoring. So you'll see this in, again, a lot of packaged foods, even like protein powders, that sort of thing. Um, and then another big one of mine is peanuts. Um, and everyone kind of has their own thoughts around this, I guess, um, because some people say, you know, I eat peanuts and I'm still living. But um, peanuts, even in their most pure, organically grown form, um, it's just the nature of them. They hold this alpha toxin and it congests our liver which means it also impedes in our fat burning effects that the liver has on the body. Um, it also has a lectin on it and it's the same type of lectin that you'll see like in beans or grains. Um, but it's a sticky protein that almost makes them impossible to digest. Um, so again, they bind to cells in our body and then they lead to inflammation. So peanuts for me are just kind of like a big no-go and I said there's a ton of other nuts and so many seed butters and stuff like that that people can enjoy um but it's just kind of peanuts are this crazy food that a lot of people can't let go of but if you make that shift and choose something else um it could be totally an answer for some people and why you know their body's hanging on to to that extra weight or causing them symptoms so I love that so good such good um, tips for people because I think especially the peanuts one just because I think a lot of people don't know that about peanuts I mean they're like the highest what I've heard too is like they contain crazy amounts of mold on them as yes well. and that's the other which, thing yeah which is something I mean just that alone I don't think any of us would process super well so right. um well, yeah, so they, yeah, they are na naturally moldy, just like um, pistachios are. So even if you're someone who, you know, has slower um, bowel movements, like if you have constipation often, or you are really fatigued, you probably have something going on that's pretty stagnant. So putting something that's moldy into your body or can cause mold overgrowth is kind of dangerous <laughs> and really just going to cause you more symptoms. So right. no, I think that's good. And something I wanted to mention, and you might have some insight on this as well. So like, let's say someone is making the switch from like a 
regular tortilla chip to like the Siete uh, tortilla chips, which is like a way better option. And they're made with cassava flour and all that. And I've fallen guilty to this too. So this is not just like something, this is something everyone I'm sure does, but like making sure just because they're healthy doesn't mean you get to eat like all of them because that can cause you just the same amount of problems. And I can attest for that, but it doesn't make it healthy. You can't eat the whole bag just because it's a healthier choice. Very true. The serving size is still huge and um, you really do. You have to be careful and it still comes back to like the old ways of portioning them out. Um, you know, putting the bag away after you take your portion out so you're not tempted because I think we could all sit down and finish a bag of chips pretty easily and mindlessly. Um, but it is, it's being mindful of what you're doing, but it does, it takes, you have to, you know, actually put the action around it. Um, for sure. Awesome. My boss actually always, her favorite quote is, change doesn't happen unless you do or nothing changes if unless nothing changes that's what it is nothing changes unless something changes something yeah. like that. <laughs> but you get the point um uh yeah it's it's so true you have to put the action around it i guess is yeah the yeah. whole point of that and i think um we could all talk about it for days but unless you change something unless you do something about it nothing's gonna actually happen And I try and remind people, I'm like, we're taking a look at what you're doing right now because you're at the state that you are and you're either unhappy or you don't feel good or you want something to change. So like you're saying, we need to change something. (laughs) You know, what you're doing now isn't working. So if you're not seeing and feeling the way you want to be or, you know, is the actual best thing for your body, then yeah, you know, the change has to be there. Right. And I think that's so perfect, actually, to to like segue into like our natural products Expo West topic, because like unless we change, like if we stay the same, so will all the other products out there, right? But if we change, and what we want changes, they will change with us and for us. Because I love that, same, right? And so it's really cool because that's literally like the perfect segue to just talk about all the natural products out there that are doing good things and are like listening to what we actually need and going about it in the right way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. So can you tell us a little bit? So many people probably don't even know what Natural Products Expo West is. So before maybe talking about your experience, can you explain to our listeners, what it is, why you went there, all about that. Why we want to go there next year. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it is a natural product trade show. It's the largest in the world. So you have every big brand there, everyone from like Nestle to Siete Foods, which is a much smaller company compared to Nestle, um, from everyone in the like hair, natural industry, you know, products like beauty products is what I'm trying to say, um, to also like CBD and hemp. So anyone who looks kind of as at medicine or at life in a natural way brought their product there. So again, you had the biggest names in the business and some of the most, you know, small startups, um, locally made products there as well. 
So it was really cool. And at this show, they bring their hottest new items that they haven't released to the market yet. And some of them were just testing to they wanted feedback and they're not even coming to the line with it. So that was cool um, to see and to experience some of those that no one else will even ever get to see. Um, But I think my favorite part was actually meeting a lot of the founders of the businesses. You know, they're there at their booth telling their story. You know, it wasn't just one of their employees or something like they were actually standing behind their brand and really connecting with you and engaging. And that was probably the coolest part. That would be so cool to me. I love that. Yeah. No, and it was, I mean, you get to taste a bunch of different foods, and it's pretty much a whole foodie's dream come true, um, walking up and down these aisles. Um, but really, you know, hearing these stories and seeing what these products are made of and the passion behind it is really cool. How fun. Can you also kind of talk to us about some of – so you tried, obviously, I'm guessing, a lot of the different flavors and the new things. So what were some of your, like, favorite brands or new products that you got to try there? It can be as many. There's so many. But off the top of my head, and it was, like, the first day, and it was early in the morning, and me and my friend walked up, and it's a gluten-free, dairy-free, all the freeze, right? Mm-hmm. Um Most, a lot of the products were, but it was an ice cream cookie sandwich. And we were both like, this is unreal. Like, you don't see this on the shelf. You really, it's hard to come by and find. And we just fell in love with it. And it's called Green Girl. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think they're in stores, but they're definitely online. And so that like melted my heart. We absolutely loved it. Um, Wild Brine came out with a new nut cheese that was like very minimal ingredients and it was a brie. I am not a cheese person in general and I'm dairy free myself, but this was, ooh, this was like the real thing. It was so good. And that is a company, I don't know if they're bringing it to the market, um, but I was all in. I thought it was awesome. Um, That sounds so good. Yeah, no, it was awesome. And then Boulder Bake, these were new to me. They were cookies, pancakes, brownies out of Boulder, Colorado. Um, And I, I guess, was amazed by it because of my parents who have this brunch place that these pancakes, I was like, my mom needs these on her menu. Like, these are awesome. These are a great gluten-free vegan option for people. And I'm the biggest pancake lover. And they were delicious. Um, and then there was some really cool products like, um, if you've heard of ghee before, which is an alternative to butter fourth and heart is a brand. And so they came out with a spray. So it's a ghee spray. So you use it like nonstick spray. Um, but it has all the benefits of ghee. So there's also like the, a lot of companies brought new twists to different things. Um, and then there's also like flavored ones too. So you could do a garlic spray or something like that. So that was cool. Wow. Have you guys heard of Elmhurst, the milk? No, I feel like I have, but maybe not. I, you probably have, it's a nut milk company. And they are very, very minimal ingredients. 
Um, and they're not sold everywhere, that's for sure. But if you can get your hands on it, it's amazing. They came out with a hemp creamer that I about died over. Um, I know online it is pretty pricey and I haven't bought it yet, but it was so good. And they were whipping up little like frappuccinos and cappuccinos right there on the spot. So that was definitely fun. Um, I know we've mentioned Siete Foods a couple times. They came out with a new hard shell, which was really exciting. But I found a new company that is probably their biggest competitor. I hadn't heard of them before. It's called The Real Coconut. I just recently found them at uh, Natural Grocers. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. They're made out of everything coconut. Um, but they have cookies, they have tortilla chips, they have tortilla wraps. Um, they also have things that like incorporate mushrooms and some like other like cool, really beneficial ingredients. They were there. They were there. Oh wow! They were at. They're actually a bigger company than I. I had never heard of them personally, um, but they were one of my like all star. They definitely stuck out. Um, and their price point is so, so much smaller than Siete. It's like, I love Siete. Siete lime chips are like my favorite things on this planet. <laughs> but like, I have a hard time sometimes buying their tortillas because they're a little pricey. Even though I love them, they're pricey. Right. But the real coconut, their price. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. So it was super cool, like I said, to connect with a lot of these companies. I'm already working with a few of them. So I do content creation and recipe development, and I'll do like blog posts and stuff for them on their pages. Um, and so it was really cool to just get behind, you know, and see and meet them in person and not just, you know, through a video screen or through through the phone kind of thing. Um so that was really exciting. It was a great experience. I'm excited to go back next year. I'm hoping it's going to even be a totally different experience as I hope to, you know, connect with more of these companies and work personally with them. So hopefully my intent going next year is just a little bit different other than, um, you know, just seeking out new stuff. But yeah, right. Right. that's so cool. Oh, if you go, let Kelsey and I know because we, we really want to go so bad next year. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's worth the money. Um, but you can also like get to a point to just be invited to go. So it's not a lot of people like us, I would say. It's a lot of people who are. Um, I forget the word, but either they're like investing or they're in banking or they're there for way different reasons than just testing and tasting the product. Another thing that was really cool that was going on is these companies were also pitching their product to stores like Kroger or, you know, whatever their next step was. So the big wigs from like, you know, top line Kroger and Target who make those huge decisions are there Um, you know, and they're also the people walking the floor and, and seeking out different things, obviously totally than, than why I'm there. Um, so yeah, it was cool for sure. That's really cool too. And it's cool too, because I know like for us and for many other foodies and nutrition nerds, you could say, or like 
healthies on um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word but I like it um like it's cool because like we can all just like you said go see these new products and then like share all about them and it's just you know like passing on the love type of thing like we love this product here's why here's where you find it like just yep. sharing that information too mm-hmm. yes yeah literally like my Instagram that week was everything expo West <laughs> yeah for sure yeah there's a lot of people there um and it's also cool to connect with other people um you know from Portland from Instagram from you know you like talk to people and then actually get to meet them so yeah that's so. huge that's what? huge um, you said there's also like healthy, like beauty products and things like that there. Did you go to any of those booths or have any standouts that you recommend? I actually, it's really not my like forte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, am stick to my roots of simplicity, to be honest. And I don't use many products like at all. It's like my goal not to. Um, and I'm very picky on like, you know, what I clean my like house with. There's a few brands that I use. I honestly didn't have time to like go. I was there for three full days and I didn't have time. Like the, it's so big. It's so overwhelming. And, um, that's a whole nother section that I just didn't even dive into, And you totally could have because they were all there. And I wish I had time because I would like to, you know, learn more because I really don't know that much. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, definitely wasn't part of my experience. So when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. My last question, I guess, would be, was there anything surprising? Like, just like something that you didn't expect or something cool that happened or I don't know. Um, something I didn't expect that was super cool. Um, have you guys heard of the brand Perfect Bar? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they've definitely blown up like this past year. And they are probably like one of the number one, you know, health food bars online. They're in the refrigerated section at the grocery stores. Um, and I got to um, test their new line that's coming out. So like their newest top four bars and it was like super undercover and secretive and you couldn't take pictures and you had to go into this little booth and they had it all set up and it they just made it really special um and there was only like a certain amount of people that were there um and it was definitely I got to be there because of connections and the people that I was with um but for me it was super special and like something that not a lot of other people got to do um, so it was really cool. That is such a cool experience for you. Yeah, yeah awesome. it was. Oh, that's awesome. So are you going next year then? I plan on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Good. Maybe we'll see you there. You should definitely come. Okay. So we're going to move into our last set of kind of questions. And these are things that we ask all of our guests and They can be as general or um, as specific as you want. But so the first is, what is something you would say to another woman listening to this episode? So a piece of advice or something encouraging, anything you would tell another woman listening? Yeah. So I think 
The biggest thing I can say definitely around nutrition is that the key isn't restriction. And I, I don't believe there's one food that's the culprit. Um, there's not one food that makes us fat, that makes us break out, makes us irritable or stuck with our symptoms. It's about finding what works for you and your body and enjoying your food with better ingredients. Finding those ingredients that make you full, that rev your metabolism, that give your body the abundance of the nutrients that it can run like it needs to and that it wants to. So I guess what I'm saying is go with your body and not against it. And take the time that it deserves to figure out what's best for you. Amazing. That's such good advice. I love that so much. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Hashtag simplicity. Yep. Right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Gonna have, our title will have something to do with simplicity on this. I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. And then our last question, what does wellness mean to you? Wellness to me means that we are well physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, I think it comes down to balance. So I think you're well when you your body is in line with your mind um, and your spirit and it's, it's the whole being. I don't think you can kind of separate that out, but it's also the feeling of you're at the best place that you can be and that you're happiest and that you're confident. Um, and I think it comes like different to everyone, but really I just, I think it's, it is when we're at peace with ourselves and we, we find that happy place is when we're well and when we're good. Amazing. That was awesome. So if our listeners are wanting to connect with you or see kind of what you're all about um, and get more information about nutrition, where can they find you? Yeah, you can definitely find me um, through my website at www.shiftingnutrition.com. Kind of check that out. Lots of recipes. You can contact me through there. Um, and my Instagram is probably the second best place, which is shifting.nutrition. Um, so yeah, any way you want to connect, you can always shoot me an email as well. So perfect. We're going to put all that information in these episode show notes. So if you just scroll down, everybody who's listening, they are in there. So if you didn't catch that, you can just go to the link there. And then as well, we're going to put all of the um, brand names that Allie mentioned as well. Oh, so good idea. Super <laughs> easy. <laughs> we didn't talk about this beforehand. <laughs> but um, yeah, super easy. That way anybody can go and check out the brands that we all love and that you mentioned. And I'm so glad you came on here. I want to bring you on again, honestly. <laughs> I would love to. Yes. Anytime. Oh, yeah. Have to. So well, you fun. offered... What I really like that you did is not only just said like, oh, don't eat this food or don't eat that ingredient, but you explained why those things aren't good for our bodies. And I think that's really important for the listener because sometimes you hear all these things about like, oh, you shouldn't have canola oil, but it's like, why? And yeah. so I think you did a really good job at explaining. Oh, and I think good. Helpful. Hopefully, hopefully it all made sense. Um, But that's like what I was saying on, I just like to teach like, People need to know why, 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 why don't I have, why can't I eat that? Why shouldn't I be eating that? And so I like to be like, just even like the peanut thing, you know? Um, Absolutely. 
So to give them more, more information and background, I think is just huge. So with that, everyone, we will see you in two weeks. And thank you, Allie, for being on today. Thank you so much for having me.